Hey everybody, welcome to a new episode of the Roger Review. Today I'm joined by Ben Josh. We're going to be talking a new movie on Netflix directed by Christopher Landon, who did Freaky and Happy Death Day to You. It's called We Have a Ghost, starring David Harbour and Anthony Mackie. Let's dive right into it. And welcome in, Josh. How are you doing? Welcome in. Welcome to the show. I'm doing fantastic. How are you? Thank you for having me. Oh, I, we, we've been trying. We were we were going to do one on a different Netflix movie, but I felt the time kind of passed for it uh, because you know Netflix movies come and go so quickly. <laughs> there's there's <laughs> always new ones. Yeah, they, they drop them and then they forget about them within a week. And we have <laughs> one that I really. Uh, Spoiler is a little bit. I I really enjoyed this movie, um, but I I don't think it's going to have any staying power. <laughs> it's very, <laughs> it's very it's, good. It's fleeting entertainment. It's yeah, good. Like most Netflix entertainment, I feel like there's not much that when they get something that sticks, like Stranger Things or Squid Game, they hop on that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we uh been trying to get you on. Uh first things first, since it's your first time on the show, uh tell me what kind of movie let let them know what kind of movies you like. Uh what would probably be some of your favorite movies? Like I know that's a hard question to ask, but like <laughs> off, off the top of your head. Have you um, got any? I don't know. I, I I mean, obviously like classics, like I always go back and watch like Lord of the Rings and Star Wars and Indiana Jones, just like those movies are like ones that I always go back to. But in terms of like films that I normally watch, I watch a lot of like indie films, like Wes Anderson films. Um, Normally, like some weird, weird ones that are like, like, like is it a 24, the company that always comes out with like really (laughs) just off the wall, like lobster um man <laughs> frank like just weird weird ones that um are just completely off kilter like swiss army man's like a good example like those kind of movies that's that's normally where i go to because i normally like i just need that stimulation in my head i feel like i i have a problem of like really like well before when a movie starts i can kind of see where it's going and i kind of like figure out what's going to happen before it happens and like that makes me feel like it's not worth my time. And then it's like movies like that. They, it, it, it's always so weird or either such a different story that I don't know what's going to happen. That's where I kind of aim towards those, I guess. Yeah. And like now Swiss army man kind of got a second life recently because of everybody loving everything everywhere all at once. And yeah. Being a Daniels movie. Exactly. So a lot of people went and revisited that, and uh, you, you mentioned Wes Anderson. He's one I should probably try to watch one of his live action movies. The only movie of his I've seen was uh, the one with the dogs. Oh, Isle of Dogs. Yeah, and I let me tell you, I was sitting there in the theater, and like the, they just they're just talking Japanese with no subtitles, and like. I'm I'm into that type of stuff usually, but I was just completely like nothing in this movie is working for. <laughs> like, yeah, that that movie was rough. I know a lot of people like uh, animated wise. I should have watched Fantastic Mr. Fox first. Apparently, that that's what awesome. that's like one of my top five films. <laughs> yeah, that's the one everybody says is like his better animated one. Isle of Dogs was. I was super interested in Isle of Dogs. So I was like, oh, Japan and like stray dogs. But yeah. Uh, did you watch, so you mentioned Indiana Jones, you know, Spielberg. 
movie we're wa- we watched today, heavily inspired by Spielberg, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, were Were you an ET kid? Let me ask you that. Yeah, were you? I was. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know many people that were like born pre two thousand who weren't ET kids. <laughs> yeah. Even if even if you were a little bit younger, if you had older siblings, they would rewatch it. So it was your movie as well because you would it would just be in your household. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's one of those things. Well, I I I got I think it was when I was like six. I was given like a twenty fifth or a fifteenth anniversary uh, DVD set of it. I remember watching. I was like, man, this is. <laughs> This is really good, and, <laughs> and going into this, I, I got that kind of feeling that we were going to get kind of an ET vibe. Uh, we we really get an ET <laughs> like this is <laughs> if Christopher Landon like doing a riff on Freaky Friday, uh, Back to the Future and time travel kind of with the and Groundhog Day with the Happy Death Day movies. This is definitely his, like... Because he, he wrote this, too. I, I don't think he wrote the other two, other movies. But this definitely feels like his... I'm going to make a Spielberg-type movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I get for everybody love. Um, yeah, it, it's got awesome cast. I was super excited to see David Harbour, of course. He's Netflix's go-to guy, it feels like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then Anthony Mackie is is cool to see him. I liked seeing him play a different role than usual. Yeah. Because usually the only thing I see him in is <laughs> Marvel. Marvel stuff. Yeah. I don't. What? There, there's not much else like quality stuff he's done. Like <laughs> he, he was in a really some... good Black Mirror episode, but that was just an episode. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like being in a short film. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so Alright. Sorry about that. You're uh, good. Alright. Yeah. So movie we'll, we'll dive right into the movie, how it starts. You see a shot of this house and a family comes screaming running out of it and that's it's the first shot you get in the movie it's uh it, i do want to say it, it's this movie is based on a short story i don't know i, I haven't read the short story i probably should have just to like see how because if the short story is like this movie then that short story is Somebody was like, I like E.T. I'm going to write a ghost story. <laughs> like E.T. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I didn't know that it was based off a short story. Yeah. Uh, from 2017, apparently. Daddy! Yeah. Uh, sorry about the kid. You're okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Anthony Mackie and his family move into this house. It, Kind of funny scene. They go in, and the woman who's selling it like definitely knows it's haunted. <laughs> yeah, and the rest of them are just like, uh, it's pretty cheap. So, <laughs> Anthony Mackie's like, like we, we know something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the the wife knows something's up because she's like, why is it so cheap? And she goes, it's the buyer's market or something like that. Uh, so they buy it. Because it's also a fixer upper, and they they move in, and this is when you get to meet Kevin, who is essentially our main character. You see, him and Anthony Mackie really don't like get along. I guess see eye see eye to eye. Uh, Anthony Mackie kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah, he really does. He's a bit of an asshole. Yeah. He, <laughs> I was like, man, this, like, I don't, I don't, he's, 
such a dick. Like, he takes his phone, and the first scene you get with them together, he takes his phone, and he tries to get him to, like, play play game or some shit. I don't yeah, it know. was, it was like, it was, at first I was like, oh, it's just a dad being a dad. Like, he's trying to get them involved and stuff. Obviously, Kevin's at that point of his life where he's getting a little, he's going through his emo phase where he just wants to be alone. He wants to just listen to his music. He wants to, he doesn't want to be around his parents, which is understandable. And I was like, okay, I understand his frustration. But then he's like, oh, here, come dance with me. We used to like to dance. And they're like, they start dancing at the uh, the, the dinner table and stuff. And then and then he takes his phone because he doesn't want to dance. And he's like, yeah, you're not going to have. I was like, you wanted to force him to do something. And he didn't do it. And so now you're forcing him to go without something. Like, that's so rude. I also was like, this kid's like 16 years old. <laughs> like, yeah, like, why? He's not going to want to dance with his dad in the living room. <laughs> that's pretty yeah. weird. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty weird. When, how long ago were you? Did you guys that's dance? Like, that's why I was confused. That's what, th- again, this is another reason why, like, as you're saying, you love this movie. I found it entertaining, but there are a lot of things that just threw me off. And that whole relationship between the dad and the son just didn't make sense to me. From the start to the end, yeah, I, I have a feeling like I'm, I might have came out as a bit too high on it, but we'll get to the the the, the second half of this movie really worked for me. I'll say that. Actually, most of the stuff. I mean, we get uh, Kevin. I and before we move on to that, I think the main thing is that Kevin's brother is like the jock, and Kevin's yeah. definitely like the art kid. Yeah, and that that's kind of the the cliche. Dad doesn't get the art kid, but he gets the jock type thing. Uh, Because that's what definitely comes across, especially the next day. Yeah, we get (laughs) Kevin goes upstairs to the attic with his phone, and this is when we see David Harbour's character Ernest, who tries to scare Kevin. But he just laughs, and I was like, this kid is ballsy. Because, <laughs> I mean, if I saw that, like, <laughs> here's my thing. <laughs> I love David Harbour, and I get he's supposed to be, like, the big, cuddly type thing is what they're going for in this. But he's still a big dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's still a big dude. I would be terrified if, <laughs> if that guy just came at me. But, yeah, he... <laughs> And the thing is, like, David Harbour is trying to do the woo <laughs> type thing. If he, listen, if if this care, if that ghost would just straight up ran at him, would have it would have worked. Or, <laughs> uh, you know, little little flash to the future of what's going to happen if he did what he does later in the film, I would have <laughs> screamed my ass off. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, do, is it because he is he up there singing at that point, or is it later on? I don't know if the I don't because the singing thing like it they start it and then it goes away. It never gets yeah. mentioned again. That's why I was confused. That was another thing that I wanted to bring up was like that moment where he's like, "I'm gonna don't worry, I'll play guitar and sing," and he starts playing to bring the ghost out. <laughs> it makes no sense <laughs> whatsoever. Yeah, it's. <laughs> it would have been it would have been different if like later on in the story you find out that the ghost had some tie to music or something but there was none yeah. which was just odd to me yeah um yeah <laughs> i i thought i thought it was a nice scene when he played the guitar and i was like oh because he like sang earlier yeah to bring him out then he never sings again in the movie <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah like it feels like whenever he calls they, the ghost, he just shows up. <laughs> yeah, it felt like something they would have called back, like at the end of the yeah. movie, but they didn't. Um, but yeah, uh, David Harbour, <laughs> big, rocking a nice comb over with a bald head <laughs> and wearing a bowling shirt. Um, then his brother, like the next day, takes his phone from him and he finds the video of the ghost and he shows it to their dad and this is when i was like anthony mackie's like a piece of shit (laughs) (laughs) because i was like 
you're a terrible person <laughs> because and also i i wish they would have everybody believes it which is even crazier to me <laughs> I yeah like, i was because if so what he does is he, he takes the video he puts it on youtube he makes a youtube channel and anthony mackie puts the video that his son recorded of Ernest on youtube and it goes viral and everybody's like, oh, my God, I love Ernest, which was probably my favorite part of the movie. Yeah. Because when they were like, do the Ernest challenge, and everybody was just, just running, running and smacking the wall. Yeah. I was like, okay, this is pretty good. This is exactly what TikTok is. Yeah. <laughs> but um, they, he's just such a dick about it, and he's... He, he wants to, like, use Ernest for money, and... Yeah, you uh, kind of find out that what the dad is like. Yeah. Why they, they're getting a fixer-upper house. Why, like, you find out, like, that he just... Any kind of pyramid scheme, every kind of way that he can make money, he will just drop everything and go for it. Yeah, it looks like he works at, like, a uh, Walmart or something. <laughs> so. Yeah, do they ever explain... What job he has? No. <laughs> I was going to say, because they moved there because they needed a better house. So, like, he had a job. But they don't explain what it is. They also don't explain who's doing, like, the house repairs or, like, yeah. it just the house slowly gets better. Like, it doesn't <laughs> But the, uh, a lot just, like, really happens. There. But before that, we learned that when Ernest, like, first talks to Kevin, Kevin asks him if he remembers anything. So you get the mystery of Ernest doesn't know anything about his past, like what happened to him. So that becomes a big part of this movie is like trying to find out the mystery of Ernest's background. And that's where uh, Kevin wants to help find closure for Ernest so he can move on. And his dad's just like... (laughs) Fuck you. <laughs> That's <laughs> our money bag right there. What are you trying to do? <laughs> and then <laughs> I love that they're in the attic and they're like, oh, you can't tell mom. And then mom comes up and finds out like immediately. And I was like, it doesn't do anything. Like, <laughs> yeah, no repercussions other than she gets mad real quick. And then she's she just actually like, okay. makes them more famous by that video that they record. The second one where yeah. she screams. <laughs> We're like Ernest meets mom, and everyone's like, yeah. "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um. Th- then we, then we're going on. We meet the neighbor, but yeah, th- the mom was. The the mom's all right. Like I don't feel like she gets much to do for most of the movie. Yeah, she's she's kind of there. And then the brother is almost like unbearable. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I couldn't re- I couldn't really stand him like he's just a jock type guy where he's yeah at one point he's like working out and on a video call with girls like yeah they uh I, I think he's at the end of the movie where he's on the video call and he's like yeah I'm going out to uh like this college or something they're gonna give me a full ride he's just like yeah. taking pictures of that I'm like I I detest this man. <laughs> this kid. Like, uh, and I don't think they ever like really become like good brothers. I don't think that there's ever it, that moment. They, again, there's no there's no closure on that front. No. It, yeah, we'll get you. The closure on the dad like was very abrupt. Weird. Yeah, you don't see it happen. You don't see it happen at all. Uh, yeah, th- so then he meets his neighbor who realizes that he's a kid from the videos, and they uh, she looks up the old owner Ernest S, who lived there from the like five years. <laughs> I'm gonna pause. All right, we're back. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, so he meets Joy. They find out about an old Ernest that used to live there that is still alive. <laughs> so 
kind of like, well, that's weird. <laughs> because, you know, this is, that means that this guy's not earnest. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then we get probably the funniest scene in the movie where we have Jennifer Coolidge, who we see like earlier in the movie. She's like an infomercial. <laughs> yeah, she's like this weird medium that you see on HGTV or something. Um, and she she comes to the house, and I, I love I I love that she's like she doesn't believe it. Like she just knows yeah. she just thinks they're full of shit because everything she does is full of shit. Uh, and so, so you, so you have Kevin shows Ernest like terrifying <laughs> moments from ghost movies. It was like, you gotta do this. <laughs> this is the stuff you need to do. And this is like this is a family movie. And this is a scene where like you would you wouldn't want to show your kids. It but I mentioned it before it kind of like Beetlejuice. Like it might be fine. There's it's, it's like it's creepy but like in kind of like a uh um what, what know, are any the, what's that show What's that show that you, for kids that they used to watch the horror the horror stories, like Goosebumps uh, and Goosebumps? Yeah, like the, the scary stuff yeah. in that is kind of like Goosebumps esque, where like it's very it's very apparent that it's animated. It's very apparent yeah. that it's like, you know. Well, I mean, the, so the, there's two parts. Honestly, the part that like really freaks her out when he has the hand come out of her mouth. I don't <laughs> think that's the more terrifying one. I think no. it's scarier when he like does the exorcist like contortionist walk. Yeah, and walk to the floor. Yeah, that's and the then scary stands one. up and like melts his face. And I was like, that's terrifying. <laughs> like, yeah, like if my kids saw that, my kid would probably freak out <laughs> on that one. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's just a fun scene where Kevin basically betrays his dad because his dad's like. Ernest is going to come down here and do an interview and it's going to go so well. And then Ernest comes down and just scares the shit out of everybody. <laughs> and it's just it's paranormal activities, the shit out of the room. Yeah. <laughs> then he, he grabs her with a hand coming from her throat and she just dives out the window. <laughs> She's so scared. Uh, yeah. It was a nice little like cameo from Jennifer Coolidge who she's had, this resurgence with white Lotus and everything. So it's, yeah. it's, it's cool to see her do more stuff now. Yeah. Uh, and throughout this, we've had like these little moments with another character played by Tig Notaro where like, she's been, she like was reading a book at like a book, signing and uh i think she was at a class at one point like talking about ghosts or something i don't know her whole thing really didn't work for me (laughs) i didn't understand it tig in general didn't work for me as this character uh the way i got it was that essentially she was like back in the day she like got the government to start a Ghostbuster unit. <laughs> is essentially yeah. how I got it, right? Wasn't it called, like, Wizard Clip? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just sounds like It just sounds like a Windows program. <laughs> yeah. Was, uh, they don't even... She doesn't... I was expecting her to, like, make sense of it, but she doesn't. Like, yeah. like it's just... That's just the name of it. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, it was a Ghostbuster... She, like, started this Ghostbusters-esque... Uh, government ops <laughs> and it got shut down because you know that was probably seem insane to most people <laughs> and yep. she she wrote a book and she's just like going on with life like the way i took it was that when she was young she met a ghost kind of like Ernest, who was sweet and nice to her and she then she never saw a ghost again but she always knew that they existed i think that's what they wanted you to go with yeah, it was just confusing because like there's like two scenes where she would be like, "They're dangerous. They're gonna, they're they're only showing you to like you know to, they're gonna capture your kid. Your kid's in danger." Like blah blah blah. 
And even though it might have been coming across as like, oh, we just want to capture it because I want this unit to come back and I want like to be able to like actually be able to meet a ghost finally and stuff. It came off yeah. as like she actually was like sinister about it and was like trying to capture the ghost because of XYZ. At least yeah. that's how it came across to me. Yeah. It, apparently it was like they made her the scapegoat for the CIA op. Uh, and then they uh yeah, Frank Frank the dad throws her out when she tries to tell him Ernest is dangerous. <laughs> and then we get we get the first scene where Ernest leaves the house. And uh all right. But yeah, so we get our first part with Ernest leaving the house and everybody like goes after them trying to like record stuff. And they head out for Oklahoma, right? That's what it is. But yeah, they uh they're heading to Oklahoma, <laughs> and uh, you get what probably one of my favorite scenes, which kind of gives the first hint of Ernest's background when they hit a uh. They, they go through a park. He just sees this girl on a horse and he stops and he's staring at her. And I think it's the only time that Ernest talks in the movie when he says yeah. June bug. He reaches out and says June bug. <sighs> and I thought it was a really well done scene, but then everybody turns him into the bad guy. And now the CIA quickly has a reason to come and like catch him and As they see him as violent <laughs> yeah <laughs> they try to attack a child yeah uh but they they uh, uh, I, this is where it gets kind of confusing uh they just leave and they're heading towards oklahoma and you get some really fun action scenes where the cops are chasing after him and Ernest like jumps out of the, like he just, I, more I the love those scenes. However, right. Be this is the other thing that didn't make sense to me. Cause obviously they're going to go meet that guy who's apparently Ernest, who was, who used to live at the house or whatnot. And they're like, who is this guy? We're yeah. going to see him. But they, <laughs> they have that whole announcement on TV. Well, after they left that, like, the ghost kidnapped his kid that like Kevin and Joy. <laughs> yeah. So when the cops find them on that chase, they don't <laughs> try to reprimand the ghost. They pull guns on the kids. They're yeah. the ones who have been abducted. How does that make sense? <laughs> that's, that's why I'm, I was so confused when that happened. Cause I was like, Oh my God, like, he pulled a gun on a kid and he's supposed to be this person who was abducted. Like that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And then you I mean, he. I mean, Ernest straight up murders these guys. Like he, he causes yeah. these car wrecks. He, 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 <laughs> yeah. he kills most of these cops. They're dead. Like <laughs> it, it's a fun action scene, though. Getting to see him like more like phase out of one car and into the other, and then he's also yeah. able to like grab stuff if he like focuses. Oh, we didn't mention that earlier, but yeah, he he grabs a, a wheel and like wrecks a car and he's like hanging off the back of a car at one point <laughs> it, it is it's a fun scene uh, but then we get to the house in Oklahoma where the actual Ernest lives and is this older old man this, this old man he's not older he's an old man and he tells them about how Brandy, who is who our Ernest is, was like his best friend. And then when his wife died, he became a drunk and wasn't able to cope with it because his wife died from giving birth. Um, and that he, like, essentially, they're saying he just like dropped his daughter off with them and disappeared one day. Yeah. And then. I was like, man, 
Yeah. It, like, the story was, I was kind of going with it. I was like, wow. Same. If if that's what you did, like, that's really messed up. Really messed up. Like, this guy's our hero? <laughs> um, then Ernest, like, knocked something over that he had a connection to. So it, he knocks something over and becomes visible. In like in the next couple scenes, you learn that like what he knocked over, you can imagine like he probably saw it and was like looking at it. <laughs> I imagine, and then as soon as he was told that he left his daughter behind, he dropped it. But yeah, CIA comes in with their weird ass guns. That and, aren't explained at all. Yeah. He was like, <laughs> they have neon lights, which means they're high tech. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, they, they take down ghosts um, and pe- humans. I don't yeah, understand. Yeah, and people. That. <laughs> that's what, <laughs> because we, we get Kevin goes back home and uh, Frank, I don't remember Frank apologizing to him, but it says he does. <laughs> is frank the dad yeah yeah he um, does so this this is the weird part because like he comes home and he's up uh, kevin's up in the attic and like just like kind of contemplating because obviously the the cia took um ernest yeah and well, he's randy you know they they just keep calling him ernest after they learn his, <laughs> his name's randy yeah um <laughs> even though the other guy's name is <laughs> But um, but then the dad like must have had a, a coming to realization moment that like he hasn't been treating his kid right and his priorities in life weren't like <laughs> of of top value, and but you don't see that like realization. So all of a sudden he just comes up to him after like all of these scenes of him just shitting on his son and being like, yeah, I don't really care about you, I just care about money, and being like, you know what? You're an inspiration to me. And I was like, wait, wait a second. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I was like, I, I don't get much of anything. Like, like, I, I don't feel anything for that. Okay. I probably wasn't. I don't even remember that. Uh, then we get around there. You also get, uh, they're like torturing Ernest, whatever. And Tig goes in. Tig Notorious character goes in. Like touches his face and she like cries a little bit and that's when I was like, okay, she's gonna let him go. <laughs> the movie's pretty predictable for the most part here at the end, uh, but yeah, yeah, it's very easy. Like, obviously the government comes in and takes him, just like an ET, <laughs> and then uh, she 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 breaks out. <laughs> Ernest, this is when she shoots the guards with the gun. She goes, they work on humans, too. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was like, okay. Whatever. Um, and also, oh yeah, that's right. I'm, I'm looking at the Wikipedia because this whole ending is very convoluted, I will and say. very quick, too. <laughs> yeah, uh, because it's before he leaves, he sees a pin on one of the guards, and it's the same like thing of the statue that he knocked yeah. over. And he remember it triggers a memory where he remembers his old friend Ernest's wife carried his daughter away while he killed him when he hit him with a blow in the back of the head. Uh and yeah, and then he breaks out. Um, and then you get just an insane scene <laughs> where everybody's still mopey because Ernest isn't back. Yeah. Um, and for some reason, I don't know why. I don't know why he comes, he shows up. The old man shows up to kill Kevin. <laughs> why? <laughs> why do you I have think, to kill him? I think he came to... This is... This is what Wikipedia says. He says, believing he's helping Ghost Ernest get revenge. What? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't it it doesn't make sense. 
I think it's supposed to be just he's fucking crazy, and then also because of the coverage, he doesn't want anything to come up from what like because obviously he was the one who killed Ernest. That's like the big reveal, yeah. and so and he's buried in the backyard and stuff. So like they want he wants to just like kind of cover all corners, which doesn't make sense because if it is such publicized thing, people are gonna realize if they're not at their house anymore. So. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's just really odd to me how he comes to the thing. But I, I was not expecting this ending whatsoever, to be yeah. honest. <laughs> yeah, so this old man shows up with a gun, starts just beating the shit out of everybody in the house. Literally <laughs> chasing these people down, this poor family down, trying to murder them. Yeah, this is like an 88-year-old man. And Anthony Mackie, Captain America, runs up and... Like, he is in a struggle with this man, and he loses. Yeah, the old man beats the shit out of Captain America. <laughs> he beats the shit out of him. And then the jock son comes down, and he, like, tries to shoot at him. And the mom, the mom's was, the mom was funny to me. She was like, <laughs> she, for one, I don't know why, she ran out into the stairs and she was like, hide. <laughs> and then he tried to shoot her. I was like, you could have just said that while you were hiding. <laughs> the, <laughs> you didn't it, have to run into view. <laughs> okay, not not to be uh, slightly political, but like with this day and age, like the way that the family reacted to this situation is awful. Yeah. And also, it doesn't make any sense because like there was a redeeming moment for the brother, the jock, because... He tackled the guy before he shot at his brother and his mom. So props to him. He tackled oh, yeah. he put his life at risk. And he said, go take mom, go hide. Yeah, but the mom had a phone. <laughs> Why didn't she call 911 when she heard the shot? She came <laughs> down and put herself in danger. That's the part that doesn't make sense to me. This 17-year-old college, college athlete. <laughs> tackles him and then gets the shit knocked out of him. Yeah, and then gets, it gets pushed down the stairs. <laughs> he, like he just gets pushed off, and then he, he just—I was just like, uh, it, it's the first time in a while where I was just like taken out. Where I was like, why are they losing? <laughs> yeah, why guy. are they losing? And also, this is so for me. It was just really traumatic because I was like, man. The dad just got beat the shit out of with a frying pan like that. If he doesn't have a concussion and or like brain damage, I don't know what. And then, I it was a frying pan. Yeah, and then, and then the kid gets pushed down those those like wooden and stone steps and hits the concrete ground at the bottom. Like he definitely got like knocked out. And then like it's just it's one of those things where it just doesn't make sense to me. And then the mom was like trying to run out but the boy kept saying hide call the police and she's like no no don't you let me like blah, blah, blah. i'm like why wouldn't you want to call for help like there's literally a man with a gun like come on <laughs> yeah oh. uh, and then ends up they they get up to the attic and Ernest shows back up and he like starts to really freak out and he's just like ah <laughs> and then Anthony Mackie runs up and Kevin screams out no. I don't know what <laughs> he was thinking was going to happen. Did I he think that he was going to try to attack Ernest? <laughs> yeah, like, which like, doesn't make sense because it's a ghost. He's still not going to be able to grab him. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I was like, does he think he's just going to all of a sudden be able to grab the ghost? <laughs> Anthony Mackie run through David Harbour and pushes the old man out the window, <laughs> which was so anticlimactic. It was yeah. just like, it was like, dad, no. And then he pushes him out the window. He's like, as well, he's like, anything for my son or something. <laughs> yeah. Didn't he say like anything for my son or something? It was something really like, cliche. yeah, it was something bad. That's what I, I enjoyed this movie for the most part. And then the end, uh, like that whole part, like really anything with the CIA in this movie, like really took me out of it where I was just like, yeah. ah, I don't care about that. <laughs> yeah. I, I was really into the mystery and David Harbor and <laughs> the like dealing with the fame. Like I wish they would have dealt with you. You sort of seen in there where people show up and they're just like, Hey, you're obviously faking this. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. this is obviously not real yeah like look at this 
but yeah, and then all of a sudden the old man from the CIA is interrogating Kevin. We don't know what happened to Notoro's character. I'm guessing she gets uh, thrown in prison for the rest of her life because she let a ghost go. <laughs> That's so um, I, I, it was such an odd, abrupt ending. <laughs> well, I, I, I do. I like the ending where you see the flashback where they're at a lake, and now you and uh, Ernest or Randy, whatever you want to call him, finally gets to he gets to see his daughter one last time. Um, and then you have. <laughs> I was like. I hope Frank doesn't like go up to him and be like, "Hey, Ernest, thank you for being a great guy." <laughs> like, no, you, <laughs> you're, you're a terrible person still. <laughs> you're so like, shit. I was like, it's really weird that Anthony Mackie's like just standing there watching this still because after, for one, Ernest says goodbye to his daughter, but then, uh, him and Kevin like have this moment and, uh. Really, he's like showing him out skip rocks. I was like, "Wow, Kevin's gonna have a real dad now. It's gonna be a ghost dad. <laughs> he's gonna be so much better than Anthony Mackie." And then he starts <laughs> fading away, and I was like, "Wow, they took away his ghost dad." <laughs> <laughs> they did have closure with him and his daughter Junebug, though, which I was very yeah. happy about. Yeah, that was that was a nice moment. It it de- it got me. I'll admit it. It got a little tear for me uh, when he. <laughs> Put it his, when he grabbed her hand and brought it up to his face. I was like, "Oh, that that was nice." <laughs> uh, and then you have they're moving houses again, like five miles away. I don't know why. I don't know why they're moving. Like now they know that there's no ghost in this house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and also maybe maybe it was a very traumatic experience because that was a traumatic experience with uh, oh, yeah, that guy coming, but. I don't know. It's just very odd. I I don't know. It is just very weird to me how that all that all that went down. Yeah, and now Kevin and the girl next door are a couple. And well, that's the end of the movie. You see a little flickering of the light, but yeah, that didn't make sense Ernest. to me. Yeah, it, 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 I was like, that better not be Ernest. He just better be a new ghost. <laughs> if you're trying to see well, that. I was gonna say maybe it's the ghost of the, the old guy. Yeah, get out of that house. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that would be that would be a bad ghost. <laughs> be like, hey, <laughs> Kevin, <laughs> <laughs> you had me get killed. You would be like, <laughs> he just comes in a frying pan. <laughs> yeah. Remember this, Frank? <laughs> just, so odd. Frank never is able to use a frying pan again because of the horrific night. He got the shit beat out of like him by memory and he touches the pan. He's like, ah, ah. <laughs> But yeah, it was, uh, it was much better than, I, I went into this blind without seeing any reviews. And I was like, man, this is like a great Netflix movie. Like Netflix doesn't make good movies usually. <laughs> Most of the originals are pretty Pretty rough, <laughs> or yeah, paint by numbers. And I mean, this was—it's definitely not the most. It's not very original. <laughs> it takes. There are some good ones. There are some good ones on yeah. on Netflix. Yeah. I think. I think Netflix is better with their their TV shows and their um, documentaries. Yeah. Well, Netflix takes you know a pile of darts and they throw it at a board, and you know <laughs> something's <laughs> gonna hit. A bullseye. I mean, something will work. I mean, most of the time, like they're not great reviewed movies. Will still do great, like Red Notice. <laughs> I enjoyed Red Notice, but I was like, this isn't a great movie. <laughs> this isn't, and that was like their most expensive movie. This movie, yeah. seventy-five million dollar budget, which is crazy to me. Are you serious? Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Insane I wonder if it's just was. all the people that they had as cameos. Is that like the big budget of it? Maybe. Because if maybe you think about it, the, the main kids, Joy and Kevin, those actors, 
they haven't really been in much, specifically the actress who plays Joy. Um, Anthony Mackie, um, David Harbour, and uh, 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 Jennifer Coolidge were the three big, big names in that. Because, um, I mean, so was so was the CIA lead and um, yeah, what was her Tig name? Was Tignatoro. Tig, yeah. It was weird because normally I like Tig and stuff, but like. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it, but Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead movie that he did a couple years ago, where it's with Batista and they do a heist in Vegas where all the zombies are like uh, put at. <laughs> it's like I don't think I've seen that. All right, so yeah, so in that movie, like a zombie outbreak happens, but it's only contained to Vegas, oh. and they need to go in. So they get like a team together, kind of ocean style. It's like Ocean's Eleven meets Day of the Dead. Um, and they go in and they have to rob a casino that has a ton of money in it. <laughs> and she played a hel- like the helicopter pilot that was like an old friend of Batista's. Funny enough. She wasn't originally cast in that movie. She was completely CGI'd in after they filmed it because the originally it was Krista Ella. Oh, who got, who got canceled <laughs> like six months before it happened. And they had to oh my God. completely CGI Tignatoro into all of his scenes. <laughs> oh my, I didn't. Huh. So it, and it worked kind of well. Like, it is weird because you're like Christelle is this is you know six foot five man and he's large Tignatoro is not <laughs> and you're just like that doesn't really add up <laughs> like changing them out but I liked her in that and she's done some other stuff she's a stand up comedian um, yeah. as well but yeah she didn't really fit that role. <laughs> I think she's she she did all right with what she was given, but it didn't work for me. I mean, this was like a David Harbor showcase of what he could do when he's not having to use his voice. Like he just does everything physically, and it works perfectly good well. Facial expressions, yeah, really good facial expressions. Like, like. Emoting everything was he, he did very well with it, um, and I I thought him and Kevin were the two best parts of this movie. Like the kid who played Kevin was really good. I, I thought he was like his acting was on point. But <laughs> Anthony Mackie was all right, but his character was just unbearable to a point where I was just like, I don't <laughs> like. <laughs> he's one of the worst dads I've seen in the movie. To put it, put it, put I it, think it was just he, his character's written very like poorly in the sense of yeah, like there wasn't any the, like there wasn't any like rise and fall with his character. There, the growth was just kind of there, and then all of a sudden he was friends with his son again. Yeah, and it was just weird. He, he's so selfish, and then he does this thing like he just bends over backwards for the CIA when they show up, and he does this thing on uh. Where he says he kidnapped them, and then all of a sudden he's sorry. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. yeah, there was no, there was no uh, resolution with his character for him personally. Like you didn't yeah. see it change for him at all. There's no moment where he like understands his son better or yeah. anything. Like it, <laughs> he's just like, I'm sorry that I put the ghost videos up <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. took yeah. all the credit. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Yeah, I mean, it it's an enjoyable movie. I, I it's one of those ones I'd suggest. Like, if if you're looking for something and just to throw on, it's a fun movie just to watch. Yeah, it's and a one and it, done. Yeah, like if your kid's probably over eleven, it, it there's nothing that's gonna scare them too bad. Yeah. <laughs> and I think they'd be fine. But yeah, it I originally I gave this 
when I on my letterbox, I gave it a four out of five. I'm probably gonna drop it. Like <laughs> the more I th- think about it, the more I dislike the CIA stuff, and <laughs> that being such a huge part of the movie really takes it out. And plus, yeah. the insane ending with an 89 year old man just beating the shit out of his family and them getting lucky that <laughs> honestly, that's what it was. They got lucky that he didn't see Anthony Mackie running at him through David Harbor. <laughs> Again, that still doesn't make any sense because he's like, dad, no. Yeah. But that's true. <laughs> but the thing is, cause like it, I was and when I first watched, I was like, was he mad about, was he thought he was going to do something to, uh Ernest, like the ghost, because if that's the case, that he's not gonna do anything. And I was like, oh, maybe he didn't want him to like kill the old guy. But when you switch over to the old guy when he's about to get like tackled by the dad, he's holding a gun at the kid. Yeah. Like he was gonna shoot the kid. So like he wouldn't be saying no to that because he wouldn't want to die get shot. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. It was just very odd. Yeah, I I enjoyed it definitely very Amblin, like Spielberg feeling, not a runaway winner, but for Netflix, it may as well be. <laughs> it may as well be. It's also weird that they release this movie now, in my opinion. Why don't you yeah. release this movie like in August or October? <laughs> Something for like the holiday season for like Thanksgiving and yeah, and, and Halloween. Halloween, yeah, the, yeah. It's such a weird thing. Because this movie, I feel like, is just going to get lost. It's the perfect Easter. It's the perfect Easter. <laughs> <laughs> hey, kids, gather around. Let's watch this movie about David Harbour as a ghost. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, we can give our, our final ratings on it. Do, do you have any thoughts, like, final thoughts on it? Like, what you liked, didn't like? <laughs> what didn't For work? me, I know you said you liked... The, the kids like Kevin's acting I honestly didn't not that I don't like his I didn't not that I don't like the actor I'm sure he's fantastic and he, I I saw moments in there that were good I just think the writing for his character the lines that they had especially with him and Joy also specifically yeah. the motel scene how creepy was it was this old man sitting watching them sleep Cause when they woke up, he was sitting there like this. Wait, 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 wait! You're forgetting the best part when he knocks over the painting and he looks through the hole, and it's like, like banana furries like going at it in the other room, and he's just like looks at him and goes, "I'm out," and he like goes over to the other room, and you're just like, "What did Ernest just do? Like, <laughs> what is this man into?" Well, yeah, that's kind of. It's so. It's such a weird. Yeah, like, you know. I forgot but, about that. That scene is weird. <laughs> yeah, that whole motel scene is just very odd. These two fifteen-year-old kids are in a motel that they stole with an old man ghost who's like trying to get them to get together. <laughs> that has a people in it, with like weird stuff going on in the other room. That Ernest, yeah, like, like I'm going in here. <laughs> it's so odd. Um. Personally, for me, I mean, there's a lot of good things like you're saying. It was a, it was fun to watch. It just, it didn't hit all the boxes for me. Um, uh, do you normally rate it out of like out of five? Uh, normally we'll rate it out of like 100. Or no? Oh, depends. I, I've been actually doing ratings like from A to F, like letter ratings. Um, it. Whatever way you want to rate it, we haven't settled on one. I've been doing last say, unless we do letter ratings. But if we'll, okay, I'll do a letter rating. Um, if 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 we're if we're going off of like everything, so like quality of the movie, like production value, acting, all those things, names, all those things, I would say I would give it like a C minus. Like yeah, it's, it's entertaining. Production value is good. You got big names. It, it flows well. The action scenes are good. Just some of the writing is a little weird. It's a little campy here and there. Some of it doesn't add up. And like you know that that's that's where I would I would place it. Yeah, the, the writing's definitely that's what Landon hasn't wrote. He, he he was credited as a screenwriter on 
the second Happy Death Day and Freaky. But other Might than that, helped with those. Yeah, like before that, it was like Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse, which is an insane. I'm not. And, Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse is actually pretty good. I, the campiness <laughs> of that, it, I feel like, is the kind of campiness they was trying to go for this one, but because it was kind of more of a kids kind of thing, it didn't land the way that Scout's yeah. Guide to the Apocalypse. Like so, I think that one's good. Well, Scout's Guide also was able to just get full R rated. This was yeah, <laughs> yeah, PG thirteen and. They were like, uh, I, I love the short story. Let me make it into E.T. And, and yeah, I, I'm going to give it. I probably would give it a B minus. Just. I don't know. Yeah, I agree with you. The writing's not great. <laughs> at all. Yeah. Like, it's very. Simple. It's a very simple movie. And I'm okay with that. I, I, yeah. <laughs> this is the thing. I'd, I'd probably watch it again if my wife was like, hey, I'm going to watch that. I'd be like, okay, let's do it. Like, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't like, it was one of those movies you watch and you're just like, I'm ne- I can't, I can never watch that again. I think but, if, if, if Harbor wasn't the ghost, I wouldn't care. Like, he, he does, he plays that. Yeah, anybody could have played the ghost. <laughs> <laughs> There's no voice lines. <laughs> yeah. But I, that's what I, I don't know if anybody would have been able to be like, I, th- I think it's kind of, you're banking on the Stranger Things love with him for this. Yeah. Because he's such a father figure in that role. You're obviously banking on people seeing that. That's what Netflix is banking on, at least. And thank you. You want cookie? All right, go get cookie. <laughs> but yeah, it's definitely. I, that's why I, I think he's the perfect one for this movie. I don't know who would have played that big hulking, sweet ghost as well as him nowadays. I don't think Brendan there's Frazier. many. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I think he could have done it as well. Yeah, but uh, I, I Fr- Fraser, Fraser hasn't had his chance to do other stuff yet though now now the what now is when all the stuff will come but yeah this was a solid movie guys haven't a lot of people probably haven't even heard of it because it wasn't advertised very well yeah when i went to rotten tomatoes check the score it wasn't even on the main page for rotten tomatoes for like streaming yeah it wasn't like new on streaming and stuff it wasn't even there I had to look it up, but yeah, <laughs> go give it, give a watch. If, if you're into a fun, like family movie and you enjoy David Harbour and Anthony Mackie, uh, you'll probably be frustrated by Anthony Mackie. But <laughs> yeah. I feel bad. Cause Anthony Mackie's so good. And like that character just, oof. yeah. And I mean, yeah, this will probably be. We'll end it here. Uh, this solid episode. <laughs> Enjoyed talking about this movie with you. Plug, got plugs. Plug your channel. Obviously, Twitch streamer. Plug anything else you have going on. Dude, I mean, thank you for having me on. It was a lot of fun. If you ever need anybody on, let me know. I love movies, so this was a lot of fun to just chat about. Um, no, I'm just on. I'm on. I'm on. Everything has been joshed. Um. Everywhere. It's just the same. Ben Joshed. B-E-E-N-J-O-S-H-E-D. Like I'm Josh yeah. and yeah. I'll I'll uh I'll put uh probably I'll throw the Twitch and Twitter in the uh information down below. Yeah, and of course I'm everywhere at the Roger View. You can keep up with the show. Child is being wild right now. But yeah, uh, we'll, solid show. We'll we'll have uh, definitely. I'll definitely get get to you about another movie. Figure it out here soon. But yeah, I, I this, this was such a 
honestly, I was kind of expecting a train wreck with this movie. And <laughs> I get, I nice went in completely out. blind. So it was, it was just a nice experience, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's going to be the end of the show. And as always, I, I, I end it telling everybody to uh, go watch the best superhero movie. Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 2. <laughs> Starring Alfred Molina. <laughs> and, and yeah, that, that'll be it for today. We're going to run the outro here. <laughs> Bye, everybody. See you when I see you. Josh, thanks again. Thank you. Also, rate and review the show if you guys can. All right, bye.